The Chase Pack being a podcast series that you're all going to hear throughout 2024 simply wouldn't have been possible without AG1. AG1 reached out wanting to support this project for 2024 and that's why you're all going to hear not only this episode but every episode of The Chase Pack in 2024. AG1 got in touch with me and they said they'd been listening to The Chase Pack series um, for, for a few weeks now and they loved it. This was a couple of months ago this conversation happened and they really wanted to help support The Chase Pack and and particularly the six athletes on the chase pack in their journey on trying to become the best in the world from the positions they were, which is, which is as we know, lower-ranked professional triathletes. They, they really loved that story and they wanted to be a part of that journey. Um, and so because of that, um, for a while now, both myself and the athletes of the chase pack, we've started our own journey um, with using AG1 as part of our morning ritual. And we really honestly can't wait to share that with you throughout our journey here on the chase pack in 2024. So plenty more to come on that. Um, there's some other really exciting things that AG1 have brought to the table with the chase pack, some really exciting incentives for the athletes like race bonuses and, and stuff that we're going to talk about um, in the first few weeks of, of the podcast series here. But we really can't thank AG1 enough for their support. They're the reason the chase pack is happening. They're the reason the chase pack is going to be here for you guys to listen to throughout uh, the entire the entirety of 2024. So yeah, we really thank them. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to episode one of The Chase Pack. Well, technically, this is episode 13 of The Chase Pack because we've been doing this series for the last three months of 2023 over on Patreon. But it was loved so much by everyone there that we just decided in 2024 we needed to bring this series to everyone. The Chase Pack is a podcast series that follows the lives of six lower-ranked professional long-course triathletes. They are Andrew Horsfeld-Turner, Anna-Marie Stralo, Ari Clow, Harry Palmer, Lizzie Rayner, and Penny Slater. The majority of pro triathletes struggle to get by. They don't make much money and the sport can feel really tough. And despite that being the norm for most pro long course triathletes, we tend to only hear from the tiny top percent who have made it. So this series aims to shine a light on the reality of professional triathlon for the majority. Throughout this series, the crew's aim is to be open, honest, and real with you. They wanna let you in and not hide things from you like the world's best can sometimes do. These are real people trying to make it in this sport and they want to take you along the journey with them. So welcome to the Chase Pack. Andrew, take us away. Hey guys, what's up? Um, yeah, this is uh, episode one for us, but we've actually been recording for a few months, which is pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I think today is going to kind of be like a bit of a refresher, kind of reintroduce ourselves a little bit. And um, yeah, for those who haven't heard the podcast, just kind of get an understanding for you know who we are as athletes and yeah what we're about um so what i'll probably do is i'll just run through like kind of me and then i know that later in the episode we kind of want to chat about like goals for this season and also like maybe rating last season um so if we just kind of like maybe run around and talk about ourselves first and go from there so my name is andrew horsel turner um i am from the uk uh, i actually live in swansea in wales um, but I was originally from England, uh, which is why I've got an English accent. Um, yeah, I'm 29 years old. Um, I've been doing triathlon about four years now. Uh, started out in 2018, going into 2019. Um, and I'm currently, I think, ranked about 151st in the world. Um, don't quote me on that. I'm, I'm around the 150 mark. Um, and I guess three things about me that you know could be interesting is that i am a father of a new uh well i say new i'm a father of a seventh month old girl called amelia um i am an ex swimmer um and i have a current ironman pb of around 44 minutes for the swim uh and also i'm the welsh record holder for ironman distance uh racing so that's a, a little bit about me. Um, what I'll do is I'll just throw you around to the next person. So Ari, you're next on my uh, on my display. So up you go. Thanks, Andy. 
Um, so I'm Ari Clow. I'm uh, based out of Seattle, Washington in the United States, as you can probably tell by my accent. I just turned 27 and I think I'm ranked. Uh, I've been like between the, actually, I think I was uh, over 200 when this show started. I might be in the uh, 185, 184 last I checked um, at the end of the season. I don't think it's changed. And uh, three things about me. I I started as a runner. I just ran track and field, high school, college, tried to run uh, post-collegiately, but I failed. And that's why I'm a triathlete now. Hmm. Uh, I used to have a, a nice, cushy software engineering job, uh, made really good money and uh, I hated it. So I quit and I spent the next year and a half sleeping on people's floors, bunk beds, whatever I needed to do to get by so that I could wake up and train and not write code anymore. And that is the best decision I've ever made. Um, now I do sleep in a bed. Uh, and I make music a lot. That's like my side hustle, my other uh, hobby. So check me out on Spotify, Ari Clow, or if you're into the the sad boy stuff, Archimedes. So give me some listens. I think it's uh, a tenth of a cent or maybe a hundredth of a cent per stream. So get cracking. <laughs> and uh lizzie you're up you're up next for me so thanks uh i'm lizzie rayner i'm from the uk based in north wiltshire which is like the southwest of the uk but not too far from bath bristol um i am 26 i have to check that then <laughs> um and i am currently ranked 81st in the world uh three facts about me i wasn't sure if we were going down the triathlon route or the non so i've got a bit of both um I turned pro in my first middle distance race last year. Um, I have a four-month-old cock spaniel, because that's really important. <laughs> and um to fulfill the stereotype, I am vegan. Get it on Been the first, there, done that. first episode, let you all know. Well, I've done it for six years, so it's kind of okay. So it's been working. So it's pre-triathlon, so it's allowed. <laughs> yeah. Still unacceptable. Yeah, true. <laughs> uh, it's working. <laughs> Go on, Penny. Ranked higher than you, Harry. <laughs> yeah, clearly it is working. That's well, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shots fired. Pipe down, Palmer. <laughs> um, yeah, hi, everyone. My name's Penny Slater. I'm Australian and I live in Canberra, which, for those who don't know where that is, it's in about three hours south of Sydney. Um, I'm 27 years old and I'm currently ranked 38th in the world, I think. Um, three things about myself. To when I started triathlon, which was back in 20, um, 2014, um, and then when I finished uni, I worked at a butcher shop to get myself through uni and also to start racing a bit overseas for triathlon. Anti-vegan. <laughs> I know, <laughs> me and Lizzie can go at it. Yeah, so I worked there for a number of years and that was my main source of income. Um, I'm a current PhD student and I also worked as the PE teacher for a couple of years throughout COVID um, after I finished my degrees and then quit at the start of 2022 to really try and knuckle down and give triathlon a good crack. Harry, you look like you want to talk, so you're up next. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, okay, so I'm Harry Palmer from the southwest of the UK as well, um, based uh, in a little town called Bradford-on-Avon in Wiltshire. Um, I'm 26 years old, and I believe my current ranking is 101, which is a little bit annoying. Uh, my goal last year was to get into the top 100, so didn't quite manage that but um yeah it's not too bad and then a few things about me um uh I guess to support this kind of early on I was working in a cash and carry so like a, like a Costco type thing so I was like training during the day and then I would start um lifting heavy shit in the afternoon at like three in the afternoon and work until midnight um and I was doing that like every day um also what else is interesting <laughs> not really too sure um got um a youtube channel that's also helping with uh, a little bit of um kind of documenting the journey bit of a selfish plug there and uh i also how many do... subs you got yeah not as many <laughs> as you mate all right <laughs> i don't have a youtube channel 
um and yeah also do coaching to uh help support myself as well um probably similar to everyone on this podcast you know you can't really live off of the sport um as we're currently ranked so you've got to do got to do other things to to help support that um but yeah that's me uh and we've we've got anna here as well hey guys um i'm anna marie strelo i am from milwaukee wisconsin i was born and raised in milwaukee so i've stayed here but i went to um the university of st thomas for um undergrad where i played uh college soccer and then i went up to duluth minnesota um where i attended uh my graduate school for physical therapy so i am um a doctor of physical therapy i've been practicing for eight years i am 33 years old and i am currently ranked 90th in the pto rankings yeah so i guess um we wanted to kind of chat about 2023 as a season um and kind of the like if you were going to rate it out of 10 what would you give it and then kind of like the thought process behind that and i guess like it could be quite interesting for us to like chat through that with some people um because i've definitely got some interesting opinions on my year um but yeah super interested to hear what you guys think so as i did before i'll chuck it straight to ari i'll come back at the end cool uh so i i thought about this because we got these these prompts uh earlier today and initially i was inclined to rate it really poorly like a three or a four or maybe a five with, with a five being like maybe like bang average um but i did so i had some like i had the worst probably the two worst races of my career like including some running races like i can't remember just like doing worse than that uh especially my most recent one at indian wells but i also definitely ended the year in all aspects better than i started it so and like kind of by a lot just like in, in fitness and i did have uh, also my best race, uh, both in, in like time and, and power and placing, uh, getting fifth at 70.3 Augusta. So I think, you know, and I had, a, I had an injury for most of the first bit of the year. So like, you know, there's the negatives of, I raced really, really poorly a couple of times and I missed, you know, the first, uh, I, I wasn't even racing till like June or July, actually, I think was my first race. So I missed a lot of the year, but I still did manage to end the year fitter than I started it and get a, a result better than the previous year. So uh, in light of all that, I'm giving it a seven. Um, I think if I had not had those races and I had avoided the injury, it would have just probably seemed like a really, really good consistent year where I just got better sort of in all aspects. And then it probably would be like an eight or a nine. Um, and I feel like a 10 is like, you know, has to be a little bit out of your mind i feel like maybe pennies here seems like a 10 um so I'll, I'll give my year a seven um and i was self-coached for the first like 10 months of the year that's kind of weird like i'm looking back on it like what what the fuck was i doing for the first 10 months and then like some of it like, you know i kind of started to figure out figure it out and definitely made a lot of mistakes and learned a lot um but i feel like the last two months of the year despite definitely leaving my race in training uh a few too many times um i feel like i'm on already like such a such a better path like to end the year um and to start this year so i'll I'll give it a, a seven but like a low a low seven closer to a high six lizzie how about you pretty good one huh yeah i have also gone for seven i was gonna go for six and i thought actually that's just being really hard on myself um I've gone for seven because I had two podiums, two second places at Challenge Wales and 70.3 Belgium. I have six top tens, four top fives. And I went from 180th to 81st in the world. Um, and like results aside, it just, I like, I learned a hell of a lot um, about everything, like nutrition, training, uh, life. <laughs> so um I'm giving it a seven because I think it's a pretty good starting point for my first first pro year. Sets me up really nicely for this year. So that's me. Brief. Oh, you're you're pretty tough <laughs> on yourself there. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we should rate everyone else's years also because I feel like Lizzie had I mean, Lizzie and Penny just out of the group of the six of us. I feel like you guys had like crazy good years, like eight or eight or nine out of ten. Yeah, I was gonna say like when Lizzie was speaking, I was like, it's surely gonna be an eight, at least an eight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hard though, isn't it? Because I was like, I, I think I can save an eight and a nine, and definitely a ten. <laughs> <laughs> but you can have consecutive seasons of an eight yeah but a first pro year I didn't really know I had nothing to compare it to so it's like how how is this what does a 10 look like for me you know like oh, I didn't win every race I did as my first pro year so it's a seven I reckon two years from now Lizzie you might look back at this and rate it higher than a seven I reckon <laughs> yeah I think so but I'm happy for now <laughs> <laughs> go on Penny um, yeah, I've thought a little bit about this, but I, I did actually write some goals down at the start of the year, um, which I pretty much managed to do all of. So they were to, some of them were like placing oriented, some of them were actually performance oriented. And so the performance ones were to do a sub 310 marathon um, off the back, obviously, and do a sub 445 bike, which, I mean, technically I did a 447 at Kona, but I also had a five-minute pound in there. So I would have done a 442. So I'm taking that as a sub 445 bike. <laughs> um, and then was to podium at Ironman Cairns because I've come fourth there the last two years. So I came third there this year. Was to place in the top 15 at Kona, which I came 13th there and was to get in the top 40 in the world for the PTO World Rankings, which I finished 39th in at the end of last year. So I guess that's probably an eight. The perfectionist in me wants, yeah, says it's an eight, but I'd say it's probably an 8.5 if I just go off the goals that I've done. Um, but yeah, so pretty much a pretty big breakout year for me because I got on um I think I had four four podiums so that's pretty good what would you have had to do to bump that up because obviously like you just got like running through your goals there it's like tick 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 mm. like what what would it have taken to get like a, a nine or a ten um I think I would have wanted to like get a couple more seconds or be closer closer to the win you know um and I think for me like I've still felt like that I was kind of chasing and I wasn't really getting into the race towards until towards the end of the race, except for at Kona. Um, so I think for me, I would, if it was going to be a nine or a 10, I would want to be in really in the thick of it at the front of the race for more of it. Um, yeah. And to feel like I had more of a chance of winning, if that makes sense. Whereas I think like these results this year were good, but they were like safe results. If that makes sense, they were, yes, I know I'm going to get a third, but I'm not in contention to win, um, which especially at the Ironman distance, obviously there's you're a bit more strung out quite often. Um, so, yeah. Um, who hasn't been? Harry. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm probably going to follow the crowd on this one. Um, I'm probably going to say I was about seven as well. Um, so thought, yeah, thought quite hard about this. I did get two podiums, one at Challenge Wales, one at uh, 70.3 Belgium. Um, so the reason why I've ranked it that is because I did see really good progression throughout the year across the board, swim, bike and run. Um, did have some some good results. Um, started the year ranked 145, I believe. Uh, so yeah, dropped down the ranking a little bit uh, towards 100. Um, but the reason I'm not going above seven is because I know I made some stupid mistakes. It took me a long time for some reason to like warm up into the season as well. It always seems, uh, the first few races, I'm just kind of playing catch up a little bit. Uh, so need to address that for this season. And I still look back at a few races and think, oh, you know, if I played it tactically a little bit differently, I could have done a lot better. Like I look, I look back at Belgium and I, I genuinely think I could have won that race uh, because I messed up the swim start. I messed up T1. Uh, so yeah, that's the reason why I'm not ranking myself um, any higher, but for the most part, it was a, it was a successful season. So that's why it's uh, yeah. Seven out of 10. If you've never used form goggles before, you're missing out. 
As soon as you put them on and wear them for your first swim session, you get out of the pool and you realize, I wish I'd been wearing these for the last few years. They give you live pace as you swim so you don't have to look at the clock or try and guess what pace you're swimming as you're doing your intervals. And you don't have to try and click start and stop on your watch every interval, which is something I really like. And something else I really like is that you can put workouts into the goggles. So before you go swimming, you just chuck the workout into them. And then when you jump in the pool, literally all you have to do is follow what your goggles say. They really make boring solo swims fun and motivating. So if you're someone like me who gets a little bit bored going to the pool by yourself, they're literally perfect for you. Head to Form's website and use the discount code HTT15 at checkout when you buy some for 15% off plus a year's free um, premium membership and realize why every professional athlete you see seems to be wearing them. They really do make swim training more motivating, funner and, and way more specific and easier if you are doing sessions and workouts. You'll love them, I guarantee it. Anna, over to you. I think all of you need to rank higher. I agree. I like us uh, ranking each other <laughs> because that sounds like a pretty good year to me. And Penny and Lizzie, that's like a 10 out of 10 year. Um, but for myself, I was going to give myself an 8 out of 10. Um, for being my first pro year, I finished five of eight races in the top 10. Uh, the reason I'm not going above eight out of 10 is because, um, I really thought that I would have done better at Florida. And I think that was the problem. I think I had expectations going into Ironman Florida, seeing that I had like, uh, seven bricks essentially over six months and I felt I gained a lot of experience in the pro field and I raced a lot and I trained a ton and um I think I was just like tired at the end of the season and I couldn't perform and so I was pretty disappointed with that um because going into it I just felt just really prepared and and like also going into it, I was stacking my proof of having done um, three other Ironman, although in the amateur field, I just felt like it was um, my distance. And so anyway, um, being the first year in the professional field, um, going in with like no expectation and just wanting to really learn and kind of soak everything up, um, I'm pretty happy with this year. Andy, how about you? Your Highness. <laughs> <laughs> 10 out of 10. Yeah. Lord Andrew. Your Majesty, it was an 11 out of 10. <laughs> Simply. So, so, so Jack Jack reckons that I'm some sort of like Lord of something in the UK, which... Uh, reckons, he's... he knows. We know. Mate, you own <laughs> Wales. <laughs> yeah, I am Lord That's Lord why he had Wales. to move there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I think... Um, yeah, I liked how uh, Anna was obviously a quite optim like more optimistic than some of you guys, giving yourselves a hard time. So that was quite nice. Um, I'm going to go the opposite way, though. I'm going to probably be a little bit of the the not negative one, but the slightly lower ranked in terms of how I feel it went. Like I was, I wrote down initially like a five point five. Um, like Ari kind of said earlier, like five is like bang average maybe, and I was like felt I was a little bit better than average. Um, but not like massively. And I, I guess it comes down to a few little things and I probably am actually going to creep that 5.5 up to a six um, just to not give myself too much of a hard time. Um, but yeah, this year, obviously I came, well, in 2023, I became a father, um, which I think even if you don't want it to kind of affect your training, your racing and and kind of your lifestyle, it definitely does. And I think a lot of professional athletes go through it. Um, you know, especially when you're racing through your twenties, through your thirties, and, you know, sometimes into your forties these days, um, you know, a lot of people start families and there's definitely an impact, you know, depending on who you are, that impact might be, you know, greater or less. Like obviously all of us have to do kind of part-time work as well. So, you know, training part-time work and then a baby in the equation definitely makes it a little bit more difficult. Um, but yeah, I guess, I kind of felt like I underperformed um, on, a, on a few occasions where the body just didn't show up. Uh, I kind of had some bad luck in a couple of races, um, which is kind of why 
that's kind of dragged the score down. Um, but then kind of what pushed it back up is that actually a couple of the goals I set at the beginning of last year, um, I did actually achieve. Um, so one of the goals I had was to basically hold 340 watts for a 70.3 bike. And I did 352 at 70.3 Swansea. Um, I wanted to hold... <laughs> hold on a second so you wait i'm interrupting lord andy no go so, for it. <laughs> you dare you not only met your goal but exceeded your goal which i feel like should already bring you to a five out of ten so i think you need yeah, to yeah, give yourself no. a little, little more credit um yeah no definitely and i think i also hit my power goal for like an ironman distance so i was i wanted to hold 310 watts for an Ironman. I think I did 313 at Texas. So in terms of like those you know, kind of process goals, I guess they are, um, I kind of did hit them. I guess what frustrated me the whole year was that I just didn't run very well um, in racing. And I guess that's down to so many different things. Um, but it's frustrating because I knew that I trained really well all year, um, which hopefully... I'll be able to display kind of this season coming. Um, but yeah, I, I guess, yeah, I, I guess I'm a six. Um, I narrowly missed the podium at 70.3 Swansea. I, I kind of had a big lead off the bike there and just ran like a donkey. Um, that was the got funniest passed. thing I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> We've all done that. <laughs> like that. Um, I guess I guess if I'd uh, if I'd snuck that podium, I probably would have been more on the you know the seven point five eight and feeling pretty pretty optimistic. So um, yeah, it's not all bad, and I think there's definitely some positive signs, which is super cool. Um, but yeah, being being the athlete I am, I'm gonna have to give it a six. Um, all right, cool. So I think the the kind of last thing we wanted to like chat about, you know, to kind of bring episode one of, you know, the, the podcast in 2024 to an end was kind of just chatting a little bit more about each of us goals we've got for the season, uh, what, what our kind of race plan is, um, if we've kind of got a race plan or, or a rough guide. Um, and then, yeah, I think um, the prompt was that we'd give, you know, a couple of goals. Uh, I'm not sure if, you know, what kind of route we're going to go with these goals is, but um, I'm interested to hear what you guys have to say. So again, I'll chuck it to Ari straight away to kick right. us off. I want to say it's Ari been wants like... to be number one in the world. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. If I'm not, ten, if I don't have to be number one. <laughs> Nothing less. I want to say it's also, it's been like 25 minutes. So I feel like we can't bring this episode to an end. We owe all the listeners uh, 60 minutes. So we're going to have to shoot the shit about, I don't know, Andy, Andy Prince of Wales or whatever, Chipotle. I've been upgraded to Prince or something. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, some some very concrete goals for for twenty twenty four. I would say are um, I would like to so swimming is my 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 big weakness. Um, I don't think in a a real swim like a non like I've done a couple downriver swims and you're like whatever under two minutes from the front because it's just you know a, a bag of chips. They actually floated down at one of the races, a bag of chips through the swim course, and it did it in like 25 minutes. So, um, yeah, it was it's Oregon. To... I was there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, yeah, a bag <laughs> of chips. I forget the exact number. Yeah, I was so nervous because I'm like, oh, if I can't swim that, I'm really screwed. Yeah, I, if you swim <laughs> slower than a bag of chips, you literally are, are just you're doing something really bad. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, those you just come out of the water like under two minutes from the front because it's yeah, there's just so much current behind you. Um, so I think I've been like four minutes dead on from the front has is the closest I have ever been uh, to in a legit swim. So uh, but the the swim is obviously going to be it has been a huge focus the last couple of months, like even more so like huge paradigm shift in swimming, just how much volume I can handle and how much intensity I can handle. And I'm seeing the gain. So I would like to swim within 90 seconds of the top guy just at a race this year in like a real swim wetsuit non-wetsuit doesn't matter just within 90 seconds of whoever comes out of the front um because that would be a, a, a massive step forward coming from four minutes just ask andy to swim a little bit slower on the front 
Yeah. Well, I'm about to go on this. Uh, we'll talk about 2024 plans, and uh, Andy might have to worry about me coming out on his feet after this, uh, after this trip. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. No. Uh, and then that second goal is just uh, my my best finish is fifth place in in any professional race. So I would like to just get fourth or better in a race, which of course, depending on uh how we choose the races is going to be pretty tough with the Ironman Pro Series this year or it might even be easier if I choose to go to like some of the non-pro series races where it will likely be less competitive um but yeah fourth or better in a professional race and I, I haven't really thought about my plans for the year too hard it's kind of simple with you know I'm not going to be on uh any PTO start lines in my current form so that's not really an option. Um, so it basically just leaves the Ironman Pro Series to sort of like target those races because they'll be really competitive um, and they'll be good PTO points uh, or some of the other probably mostly domestic 70.3s here in the US. Um, but the big thing is uh, tomorrow I'm getting on a flight to go on training camp with Penny and oh. Jack and uh, one other girl, Chloe. Um, who's a, a wicked fast swimmer and I'm going to do swim camp in Australia for two months or eight weeks. And so that I'm, I'm, you know, depending on how that goes, that might like change the outlook of some of the races that might be a good fit for me. You know, if I can make some big improvements. Um, but that's, yeah, that's kind of just the, the only thing that I have on the horizon right now. I'm honestly, after my most recent race in Indian Wells just went so poorly i have absolutely no stoke to race you know i feel like this time of year usually i'm already like you know training like getting back into it and like really ready to just like the thought of racing is gets me through the winter months but right now i'm like so aware that i need to make uh huge strides forward on the swim and the bike that until I like see that jump in training. Uh, I just don't like the thought of racing doesn't entice me because it is just so fucking annoying to come out of the water four or five minutes back and just like ITT all the way, like, especially in the men's field where it's just a group of 10 guys up front. Uh, Andy knows Harry knows a little bit too. <laughs> it sucks. It just, it sucks. So I really want to get good at swimming. Um, and just change the outlook of the, of like how the races I do will go. Um, Cause yeah, the thought of just going in there and like, Oh, I'll try to set a power PB or whatever and run this off the bike. Like I'm not really racing in those races. So my plan is to go to Australia, grind 50 kilometers a week, just fucking eat a tin of cement. 50K a just week. 50K, maybe <laughs> more 60. I'm yeah. just going to stop running. I'm going to stop running He's for two months. How many sessions a week is that going to be? Uh, coach says twelve for the next four weeks. What doubles every day? Doubles every day and a day. Five days a week. Doubles five days a week. I guess. I don't know. I don't actually know. Um, you know, we'll figure it out when I get there. But I, uh, yeah, I just don't. It's weird. I don't even like running right now because like I'm so bad at it compared to like where I've been. Uh, Andy, maybe you can touch on this with swimming because I know you're in a, a swim block right now. So it's like yeah, yeah. the the feeling of being so much worse than you used to be at sort of your discipline is like, I, you know, I'll just have to put a lot of time into running when the time comes to try to get better at that. But right now I'm just looking forward to this swim block. And then after that, we'll see where I am and we'll see what races make sense. But most likely I'll see some of you guys in Oceanside if you guys are planning on that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We'll see if they, I mean, they might cap the, the start list. There's going to be like a hundred people trying to get on it. They're going to have to not let some people in. So yeah, it's going to be see. crazy. Yeah. So that's my uh, lack of a plan and my two goals. <laughs> How about you, Lizzie? Um, so my two goals are similar, to, I guess, to where Penny was this time last year. Um, top 50 and PTO rankings. Um, and my big one, which is quite ambitious, but we like ambitious, is top 15 at 70.3 worlds in December. Yeah. Not ambitious Why at not? all. Let's, yeah. That's aim good. high. <laughs> you got to write it down. Otherwise, you don't get it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think 
it's a big goal. It's the end of the year. I've got a whole nother basically season in between then and now. Mm. So um, that's quite exciting. Like I've got basically a year to work towards that. Um, and then sort of like process goals to get there. For me, it's um, I'm running really well. It's just being consistent. Like I've had Harry knows because he used to coach me, but I basically had four years of being injured due to various things. And I, I haven't for the last two years. So I basically just want to keep building on that. I have like consistent run weeks, like nothing special, maybe you know, 50k a week, but just staying healthy. Um, but so you're telling me that you fired Harry and then you got good at running? Basically, <laughs> <laughs> throw well, me under the bus. Yeah. It sure sounded like that. I'll tell you what, Harry, this is the worst plug for your coaching ever. I know. Everyone's listening to this thinking, fucking hell, Harry. Hey, <laughs> our goal was to get the pro license, and then we did that. And then. And then you said, see you later, Harry. It was time for a new chapter. Him. But that's gossip. That's time. gossip for another My time episode. Has come. <laughs> okay. He's a very good he's a very good coach for anyone that's uh for an age oh, grouper, maybe. Maybe now, yeah. <laughs> yeah, not for a pro. professional. <laughs> yeah, Harry, if you need a coach. <laughs> anyway, sorry, Harry. That wasn't <laughs> no uh, no bad feelings. <laughs> so Lizzie, is you planning on just focusing on halves then? No no plans to do a full in the near future? No, not yet. Um, because I think I'm still very new to the half. Like I did my first yeah. one last year. I did three last year and six this year. Um, so yeah, I've only done nine. I still feel like, I mean, you never crack it, right? But I just don't feel like I don't have any desire to go long yet. Um, I like the intensity of seventy point three. I feel like that suits me a bit better. Um. I also think I'd like to put maybe a marathon in the calendar at some point, just so know I can do that. Um, I thought that's a good starting point if I know I can do a marathon. Um, but also at the moment, thought we're spending four or five hours on the bike is uh, <laughs> that's pretty painful. I'd rather get it over and done with. But talking of that, I think like a big focus for me over the winter and moving into the season is has to be biking. Like I'm going to work hard on my swimming because I consistently, last year consistently came out in the top five but I want to be comfortably in the top five. Like I don't want it, to, like I didn't really enjoy it. I didn't, I mean, no one really enjoys the swim. Um, maybe Andy does, but um, I just didn't. Yeah, I want to, I want to, I want to do that comfortably. Um, so I'm, I'm working on that. But I think for me, the bike is, um, yeah, a really big focus, something it's always the thing that's newest to me. Um, and I've always regarded it as my weakness, but I, you know, I've proven this year that it isn't necessarily a weakness, but it's definitely something that I just, I think I just need to put the hours in because I've never really had the opportunity to do that. And now, you know, as most of you guys know, when you go all in on something, it's now the opportunity to, you know, when you've got a bit more time, that's often where the biking builds up. And so I basically do that and see what happens, trying to figure out if, it, if I can get on a camp in maybe February um to basically do a big big bike block um but it's figuring out who's free who wants to go <laughs> um come to Oz and yeah <laughs> I can't afford that <laughs> <laughs> looking at 100 pound flights to Portugal and screw swimming 50k a week as well <laughs> yeah I won't be doing any biking yeah um so maybe yeah if anyone wants to come to Portugal then let me know <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah i think that's that's pretty much me i think um what races are you planning oh yeah um so a couple of the ironman pro series races like the european ones like miorca la saab um zlmc which has always been a bucket list race i've always wanted to do that um i think i'm gonna race a bit earlier on in the season so i can have a mid-season break before 70.3 worlds at the end of the year which means I might start my season in Valencia, which is like the 21st of April. That's 70.3 Valencia. That's a new race. Um, got pretty good prize money, um, a bit more than normal, which is quite good, I guess, because it's a new race. They want to attract people and it's quite early. Um, and also I might throw in challenge champs, but I'm not sure because it's like a good sort of 
I don't know if you can call it a B-level championship, but it, <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's not world champs. It's, but I think it'd be quite a good, quite a good field. Like Indy Lee won last year. It's a fast, it's pan flat. Harry did really well there last year. You get good um, points. Yeah. So yeah. Um, it's super cheap, isn't it? I think. It is cheap. Just don't roll your ankles on the run because it is carnage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did say this, said this to my coach. I was like, I can't. I've heard it's like quite a cross-country run, but he was like, ah, you'll be fine. So I'm going to run with that. Um, and then quite it's like quite low-key, but 70.3 Swansea is a pro race again. And it was my first pro race last year. I came fourth, very close to third there this year. Um so I'd, and it's basically down the road. Um, it's effectively a free race because I get to stay with family. So I'd really like to throw that in there. The Welsh crowds are like pretty special. So um, I was sixth last year, fourth this year. So maybe if I be nice to give second a go <laughs> this year. Um, and then yeah, seventy point three worlds. But obviously, it's quite handy with Bustleton on the I think first of December. Yeah, everyone's so going to be there. Gonna, yeah. So, again, I think they're going to have to cap. I think Jack said this, they might cap the Ironman Pro Series races because um, it could be carnage. So, we'll have to see, I guess. But Yeah, bring on the big field. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's exciting to have those, you know, just those. We all want to race, like, the biggest field. So, why not go for those? You may as well go for those big races. So, so yeah, it's exciting. I pretty much... That's my rough plan for the season. I like having a plan. I like, yeah, I'm not very lastminute.com. So uh, I've got my accommodation booked for Valencia, which uh, makes me very happy. So, (laughs) so yeah, that's, um, yeah, that's me basically. Everyone's always confused about what nutritional products they should be using while they train and race and never really knows if what they're using is the best option for them. I can tell you from my experience of trying about 20 to 30 different brands over probably the last eight to 10 years that Precision Fuel and Hydration is by far my favorite. I started with Precision by trying their PF30 gel, which I really liked. And then I tried their drink mix, which I probably liked even a little bit more before finding the product from them that really took them from being, I think my equal favorite brand at the time to without question, my favorite brand, the PF90 gel. It's seriously amazing. And then more recently, I've been experimenting with their brand new flow gel. And honestly, I think it's now taken over as my favorite nutritional product I've ever used in my life. I don't ever do long rides or runs or hard sessions without it now. And if you're racing triathlon, particularly long course triathlon, or you're going to do a marathon, it's just the perfect way to get fuel in. Try it for yourself. Head to Precision Fuel and Hydration's website and use the discount code TTH15 for 15% off your first order. Yeah. Um, well, my plan basically for this year is to go for the pro, Ironman Pro Series because um, I definitely think I'm more suited to the full distances. And as we know, uh, you need to do three, like doing three fulls. Well, you can do up to three fulls for the series, which are obviously worth a bit more points too than the 70.3s. Um, and yeah, I'll just do like, I'll still do a fair few half distances, but just as tune up races really for um for the for full the full distances. So I'm planning on just doing a few races at home here. We've got um sort of three half distances, um one each month kind of thing leading up to April. So I'll do Tasmania 70.3, which is at the start of Feb. And then there's another local half distance sort of just down the road for me, which I'll do at the end of Feb. And then uh, um, Geelong 70.3, which is the end of March. Um, And the aim there is, well, Taz and Geelong is to try and get my 70.3 world slot because, but there's only one at Taz and then two at Geelong. So it's actually probably going to be a bit harder to qualify just because obviously um, Worlds is in New Zealand at the end of the year. So everyone in Australia is trying to qualify for um for worlds so and because hasn't made that many races over here there's not many of the girls have already qualified so basically I have to try and win Taz or get um first or second in Geelong to qualify 
but my first really big race of the season will be Ironman Texas, provided everything goes well in training, um, which is North American Championship. So, um, yeah, do that and then do Ironman Cairns again. And then hopefully I will have qualified for Nice, do Nice. Have a little season. Oh, actually, I really want to do. We have Long Course Worlds here in um, August in IT. That's actually Long Course Worlds up in Townville. So if I'm feeling okay, I'll probably try and do that because obviously, um, as most of you guys, everyone probably knows, you got a lot of points for doing well at Long Course Worlds this year. So for the PTO World Rankings. Um, and obviously, it's also one of the few races where I don't have to travel that far to from here so but I mean if anything happens during the season or I'm feeling tired or whatever unfortunately that'll probably be the first race that goes out the window because I really want to try and focus on um on the Ironman Pro Series and then yeah I'll do like Lindsay I'll try and do Basso at the end of the year and then um I'm in New Zealand uh, well sorry 70.3 worlds in New Zealand um but yeah my main aim is to hopefully try and get in the top 10 for the Ironman Pro Series which will be probably a hard task but it's going to be interesting to see what athletes target that and what athletes target the PTO series but I honestly think that those who are like high ranked um and have the sponsorship behind them probably aren't going to worry too much about the series overall maybe because they don't need to worry about the money situation of it um but I do also really want to have a really good race at Cairns this year because I feel like I've um obviously got third there last year but I still haven't raced like how I want to race there and it's obviously a home race for me and there's a lot of support for me up there so um I would like to be in contention for the win um in Cairns this year for sure to actually get myself in the front of the race kind of thing and then in terms of like performance or time goals, I want to be able to do a sub 440 bike and then sub three hour marathon off the bike, which obviously, as we know, is pretty much pretty standard to be in the top 10 in the world, really. Um, like at, if I wanted to be in the top 10 at Nice sort of thing, that's what I need to be doing. Or to win an Ironman, I need to be doing that consistently. So we'll see if that happens. <laughs> you qualify for Nice? Have I qualified? No, not yet. So it'll be either Texas or Cairns. So Texas has six slots um, and Cairns has three, okay. I believe. So, yeah, it actually might be – I'm really hoping that I'll qualify at either of those. Otherwise, I'm going to have to maybe do a bit of a cherry pick race, to be honest, to try and qualify. Um, but I'm hoping, like, obviously some of the really good girls who – will race Texas, but some of them have already qualified for Nice. Um, but I also think I need, just need to back myself to be able to try and come in the top six at Texas, which I think is doable. Um, You'll be crushing after Camp Penny. <laughs> You'll be so fit. Yeah. yeah, we'll see. But I'm a slow – I like to slow build into the season, though. So, I, um, yeah, I'm not sure I'll be hitting the ground running fully at Texas, but definitely, hopefully, by Cairns. Um, so yeah, we'll see. Uh, Harry, have you gone yet? Not yet. Uh, okay, so two. Every goals. time Harry has to speak, he's like surprised. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! Oh shit! <laughs> it's like, oh me? I go. <laughs> Don't sound too keen. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I've got um, one goal to finish in the top fifty of the PTO. So obviously, quite a big ambitious uh currently ranked just outside top 100 but uh i feel like that's that's a nice round number goal to have and then also to <laughs> this is probably a bit more ambitious is uh to win a race um and you know what if i get to the point uh at the end of the season where it's not looking like that's happening i could just enter the local triathlon and uh <laughs> up there and just pretend that was a big race <laughs> that's um, what some people in australia do Uh, yeah um so yeah that's that's always an option uh but yeah so for racing this year i've kind of i'm going to be quite selective with the races that suit me i think in the past i've kind of just gone into races willy-nilly just because like friends are doing the races or the location looks cool but i've not necessarily thought too much about how I race as an athlete and the kind of course that suits me. So that's definitely my thought process this year. 
over any kind of series. Uh, so obviously none of us can get involved with the PTO stuff. Uh, but even like the Ironman Pro series, it's obviously a really big focus probably for most of us. But I think for me, I'm I'm actually more going to focus on races that are going to suit me over targeting the pro series so for example um i know probably a few of you are going to be going to texas uh but i'm actually going to be doing south africa so i think it's the weekend before oh texas. good choice yeah Ooh. i just thought it was a bit more i was tossing tactical. out between them yeah 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 because it's so instead of six world slots it's four it's i think it's like 25k less prize money but it's still decent so still good because it's african championship right so yeah it's good money yeah, so I thought give that a go. Um and I think the course yeah, looking call. at the course it will suit me a lot better. Uh mm. and I'd rather I think I'd rather place better at those types of races than go for the series. And I think like, you know, if you go to Texas and you let's say like I got a top ten, that would be an incredible result. But it doesn't sound like much to shout about. Whereas if I if I go to South Africa and look if I'm if I'm firing on all cylinders, I'm gonna say like I could do quite well. Um and that would probably get me better prize money, better PTO points, even though it's not in the pro series. So yeah, that's sort of my goal. Um, challenge champs I want to do, because that's that's going to be good points. Qualified for that, which is good. Um, that's also a course that's going to suit me. Um, 70.3 Worlds. I actually, I was very close to saying I'm not going to do 70.3 Worlds purely because it's such a long way to go and it's going to cost so much money to get to New Zealand. Oh, poor Harry. Welcome to our <laughs> lives, having to come to Europe and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it must be so hard coming all the way uh, to Australia. And New hey, Zealand. Penny, times have been tough since Lizzie fired him, all right? He needs to yeah, put food on all right. Cut <laughs> okay, me some slack. <laughs> I'm oh, not Andy. I don't own Wales. <laughs> it's going to be even worse now. She slandered him on this podcast. So. I know. <laughs> um, so so yeah, but I'm uh, looking at. Well, they haven't released the course yet, but I feel like it probably suit me pretty well. Uh, so yeah, got to got to give it a shot because I might never qualify for Worlds again. So it's uh, got to be done. Um, and yeah like focus on maybe maybe going over to the us as well i think some of the races over there they'll suit me quite well um and just stay away from uh, a lot of the hilly european races which don't suit me that well oh he's a big guy well i mean i don't like to brag <laughs> have you seen the side of his car money will <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah anna let's let's go into you yeah um my goals for this year, I would love to get to 70.3 Worlds. Um, I've never been to New Zealand or Australia. I think it'd be fun uh, to go and just an amazing experience to race against the best. Um, another goal I have, um, I, I'm going to do some of the pro series races, but... Um, Towards the end of the season, which we don't really know the schedule for yet, I would love to do a fall full and qualify for Kona because come September it'll turn. Um, and then the women will be able to qualify for Kona. And that's been my goal ever since I finished Kona in 22. So um, although that's like a ways out and kind of a stretch, um, that's what I want to do. So I want to do everything I can to get there. So this year is going to be kind of a bit bit of a mix. I'm going to start with Oceanside, um, then go do St. George and Chatty, just stay in the States. I'm going to do Lake Placid, which I've done before, which is just, um, it's one of the oldest Ironman. It's just an, it's an iconic race, an incredible venue. I'm, I'm really excited to go back there for the full. And then we'll kind of see what happens after that. Because again, we don't really know the rest of the schedule, and I'm curious to know when they're gonna to give that to us. Um, yeah, but that's kind of my plan to stick with the series, and those are my goals. And I really just I want to get faster, and I wanna I want to experience more. I feel like um, I'm still pretty new to the sport, and I have so much to learn. Um, so yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. What about uh you, Lord? <laughs> <laughs> you talk about <laughs> um 
Yeah, no. Uh, I guess my goals for the season are kind of, yeah, trying to step on from from this year. Um, I guess the first one is to try and podium in an Ironman. Um, I, I kind of initially wrote down, I want to try and win Ironman Wales because um, it's just Tenby is about an hour dr- hour's drive down the road from me. And it's kind of like this iconic race in, well, especially in the UK, but kind of globally now. Um, and I just thought it'd be one of those races that would be like super epic to win because it's always like filled with local people who kind of like who I know. And I raced it end of 2022 um, and I led till about 19 kilometers on the run um, before getting passed. Um, Harry's best day of his life. Um, yeah, we don't talk about that. <laughs> um, Are you so, shitting his pants? <laughs> we, we weren't there. It was emotional. Um, <laughs> so yeah, and I think I think the goal would be to podium. I think if I can get a podium at an Ironman uh, this season, I will be super happy with that. Um, if I do Ironman Wales, uh, I definitely will be vying for the win. Um, but yeah, you never know who turns up and, and what happens. So. Um, that's the first goal. And then the second goal is to race Kona, which obviously kind of alludes to the fact that I need to qualify for Kona as well. Um, so yeah, the second goal is to, to get to Kona. Um, I've got probably multiple opportunities depending on like the exact races I choose. Um, and it's like, it's so hard to qualify for Kona these days. Um, you like, other than obviously like Texas, which we'll chat about like probably a lot more in the coming weeks. Um, like most races maybe have like one, two, three slots. You're basically, you know, you need to win the race or, or podium pretty much now to, to get your Kona slot, which is, is pretty brutal. Um, but yeah, it kind of goes hand in hand. If I kind of hit my goal to get on a podium, then hopefully I hit my goal to uh, qualify for Kona as well. Um, so yeah, my season is um, it's going to start in April. So I, normally I've started to try and race a little bit earlier, but um, I'm actually going to wait until the end of April and race Ironman Texas. Um, who knows what the field is going to look like, how many people are going to be there, hundreds of thousands of men all wanting to do their <laughs> first Ironman. <laughs> yeah, literally. Um, so yeah, it could be interesting. Um, but I did that. I did the race well, it keeps saying this year, but last season uh, in 23. And I had a pretty good day. I finished 11th, um, but I came off the bike in, in fourth place and just had a, a shit run. <laughs> so it definitely left me wanting to go back there and kind of get a bit of redemption on that race. Um, so yeah, I'm super excited to start there. And then I kind of want to do the series, but kind of haven't fully committed to it. Um, I kind of want to see how Texas goes and say Texas goes, you know, pretty well, then it might make sense to try and target more of the Ironman series races. Um, however, like my main goal is obviously to try and qualify for Kona. So, um, if I have to look at races in the summer and decide kind of which race might suit me in terms of like Harry, what Harry said is like, I'm not necessarily the smallest guy. I know I can ride pretty well over some like rollers, but like I'm not gonna pick a mountainous course. Um, God damn, bot now. <laughs> I know exactly. <laughs> Packing on the pounds. <laughs> so I've got to be a little bit like selective. Try and choose a race that suits me. Like especially being British, you know, try and not go to the most uh, boiling hot race in the world because I will melt. Um, I'm a little bit less pale than Harry, but not quite that uh <laughs> yeah no one's as pale as me um but yeah i guess i'm probably gonna race three full distances um maybe four if i race kona as well um and then i'll probably sprinkle in 70.3s um where they kind of make sense um either pro like the pro series i've also qualified for the challenge champ so that's also an option in may um so I kind of, it's difficult to kind of say how the season's going to actually go because I don't know how, if you guys um, have done it, but like I basically wrote down a spreadsheet and I wrote down like six dis- different options of like races. 
And you mean you got your secretary to write it down? I did it myself, okay? <laughs> Andy, that's exactly what I did too. I had a huge yeah. spreadsheet with all different race options with like an estimated cost with travel, prize money. Like, I, I mean, I had to, to really process this whole series thing and if, and if it's worth it or not, because it's a lot of travel. Whereas Ari's here like, fuck, you guys have spreadsheets? <laughs> 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 I'm just trying to get to Australia tomorrow, man. I'm not even packed. <laughs> My flight I think is every in. day as it comes, mate. Uh, yeah, honestly, yeah, yeah. So I, I, I guess, um, yeah, I have a, I have a plan, a rough plan, um, but I think it will change as I go through the season. Um, and I think as soon as I've kind of done my first race or two of the season, I think it will then be more set in stone. Um, but yeah, expect me in some various different locations around the world. Probably not down uh, down New Zealand, Australia, unless I uh, sneak a slot for Worlds, but we'll see. So I guess like this being, I guess, the official episode one of the Chase Pack, kind of, um, what we're going to try and do, I guess, in the coming weeks is try and dive into, I guess, a, a loads of random topics, I guess, things that, some pros might not want to talk about, like we can, we can kind of touch on, you know, I think we're all pretty open books, talk about income, talk about how we make our income, talk about the struggles of, you know, a bit like Anna, Anna said then about just like the cost of getting to some races and like deciding whether to do a race. If, you know, if the flight's a thousand bucks and then the accommodation's expensive and stuff like that, I think they're things that like we as athletes are considering whereas it's not necessarily a consideration for a lot of others. Um, so yeah, I think it should be pretty, pretty interesting. If you want to uh, send in your topic ideas, are we allowed to say that we've got an Instagram page? Yeah, I reckon. Yeah, great oh. idea. Just, bomb- <laughs> just bombard Jack. <laughs> uh, Jack set up a page called The Chase Pack. Um, so go give that a follow. Slide into the DMs. Uh, send us topics you want to hear us talk about and we'll basically pick a topic or two every week and then you know as we get closer to racing we'll just dive into all things yeah all things racing guarantee a lot of the questions are going to be money related people want to know how much you get how much do you earn a year yeah 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 not 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 enough (laughs) yeah not gonna lie guys i i literally bonked on this podcast (laughs) god i have to go i'm just thinking about i have to go right now and do a vo2 max bike and just i bonked on my two-hour trainer ride 170 watts yesterday i got off at 65 minutes in came up ate a banana a bunch of bunch of cookies and oh my god <laughs> need to get more of that sugar water into you ari yeah no i'm starting off the season too hot where's that strug juice ari's teeth might be falling out <laughs> what's the uh plan post uh session Ari? is it chipotle bed ready for the flight uh i have so much to do the bike is like partially packed with a tt bike so i've got uh, the road bike set up on the trainer um i gotta eat i gotta uh drop a bunch of stuff off at my girlfriend's apartment i have to take out her trash she's not in this in the country right now but she forgot to take her trash out so i have to go take her trash out for her um <laughs> So that's that's one thing. I have just so many little errands. I got to go get bubble wrap to wrap my bike. I'm actually just, I think my bike is just not going to get to Australia. That's kind of what I'm thinking. I've heard too many horror stories about international travel, but, you know, it's a swim camp. Do you have anyway. an air tag, Ari? You need an air no. tag. No, I just, you think, I can't plan oh, my races. I can't go, I can't plan, ahead, plan ahead enough to get an air tag so I know where my bike is. It either gets there or it doesn't. Oh, it's, in, it's in God's hands. It's a swim camp. It's fine. Penny's probably exactly. got a bike you can have. Yeah, you'll fit my bike. <laughs> you just need Speedos and a swim cap. Yeah. 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 Um, so somehow I have to get this uh, 15 by one minute over with in the, right now. So what's the, up, uh, what's the wattage? Oh, okay. Well, I, I don't know. If I can hit a little over 400 watts, that would be good. This is my... F- I did VO2 max last Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday, and now today again. So it's wow. like... It's not... But it's not, it's not like balls out VO2 max, you know, you do like four minutes all out, four minutes rest, you know, four by four minutes. It's like 
just over threshold, like 102 to 110 percent threshold. So it's not it's not like maxing out. So it's supposed to be more sustainable, but uh, still like pretty hard. But I've just been just busy trying to, uh, well, but busy procrastinating, getting ready for this Australia trip, which uh, let me tell you, it takes a ton of energy thinking about all the things I need to do and not doing them. Yeah. <laughs> well, don't get after it. Uh, no, can we just stay on this podcast a little bit more, maybe, you know? Don't drink uh, drug juice and get at it. Yeah, yeah. All right, guys, let's uh, let's end it there. And uh, we should talk about logistics for 15 more minutes. <laughs> Enjoy the bike session. All right. All right. All right. See, All right. You See you guys. Right. Take care. See you guys. Bye bye. Bye. I'm tired of looking around the world, wondering what I gotta do, wondering why I'm supposed to.